Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo! Welcome into the House of L podcast. I am Lawrence Holmes, and we are talking about the Bears winning their game against the Panthers. 23-16 to is a final. It moves your Chicago Bears to 5-1 and one on the season. That's, that's it right there, right? That's, that's the thing. That's most important. By the way, we are brought to you by Mazda of Orland Park, ZoomZoomNation.com. We love them. We are also brought to you by the fine folks over at Homeside Financial. Team Hockberg. You know what I'm saying? If you are buying a house or if you are trying to refinance a house, David Hockberg is the guy that you want to call. The reason why is because he will run through a wall for you to help get done what you need to get done. So go ahead and call him. 855-56-DAVID is the way that you can do it. You could also just check out the website. If you're like, hey, I want to see what's going on. 56david.com is the way that you can do that. Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 1124061. I said this on my recap that I do for the score, and I'll say it to you. The most important thing is that the Bears won. Why? Because winning buys time. You've heard me say that for the last few weeks, and I'm sure you're probably getting annoyed with it. Winning buys time. I am stuck with this question, and I don't ordinarily do this on on the postgame pod, but I threw something out there, and I, I imagine I'll probably talk about it a little bit on the radio show too. Here's where I'm stuck. I look at the Bears winning these one score games, these one possession games. And I go, that's impressive. Them being able to win one possession games is the mark of a good team. That we should give them credit for the fact that they're not losing these one possession games. On the other hand, I go, if you're in so many of these one possession games and you have an opportunity to close the door on another team, why aren't you closing the door? What's keeping you from closing the door? Now, I think what we're seeing is that that offense is still not good. They use short fields today to score points. Again, good teams do that. Good teams take turnovers from the other team and turn them into touchdowns. That's a a very good thing to have happen. But in the end, when you're saying, all right, if you score a touchdown instead of a field goal, you have the opportunity to end the game right there. 
and they didn't. And then you you end up getting a a pass interference call and all sorts of other stuff. And the Panthers are right there in the game. So which is it? Is it is it the mark of a good team that they're winning these, or is it the mark of something bad that you you're seeing this team struggle to hold on to these games? Let me read a couple of your your comments. By the way, you can follow me at Lawrence W Holmes. That's my Twitter and Instagram. You know what I noticed about me on Instagram lately? I don't really post to Instagram anymore. I kind of just post to Instagram stories. I don't know what that means. I just know that that's what my habit has been of late. I'm also really happy today because I figured out I finally got my microphone arm so I don't have to mess with the microphone anymore. It's a lot more comfortable with the setup that I've put together in the office. So I feel great. I'm still looking forward to listening back because I'm worried about the sound quality because of the way that the room is configured. But I can use my hands now. I'm hands-free. Maybe next week I'll do the post game on Twitch. What do you what do you think? Along with doing the podcast, if you're on Twitch, like I'll just do it. Anyway, here are some of your responses when I threw this out on Twitter. This from Mary. This always seems to happen. Offense sputters out. Bears let the opposing team hang around. This seems this from Pete. It has seemed like an eternity since both sides of the ball are good at the same time. This is the most frustrating four and one team to watch. Drew says, I think it's more of the latter, but I'm more than willing to hang on to the edge of my seat as victories continue to pile up in this manner. I think that that's probably the right way to view this. They're still winning the games. I did a I did a show with my friend Josina Anderson who has started up a new venture and I was on there and we were talking about the bears and she seemed confused when I was telling her that the bears are a very frustrating team to watch. And she's like, how is that the case when they're four and one now five and one? And I was explaining how, if you listen to bears fans during the game or after the game, they're upset. And I understand why they're upset. I get why you're upset because you're expecting your team to finish these games. You want you were sold a bill of goods by the Bears. You were sold that the guy that they were bringing in would do two things. One, he would make the quarterback that you drafted as your franchise quarterback better. Two, in doing so, and even if they couldn't make that guy better, He'd make the offense better. Neither one of those things has happened. When you look at Matt Nagy overall as a head coach, there are a lot of good things about him, and we talk about it all the time. And now, like, it's so – here. here's been the fun part of working in sports media in Chicago. Now the, the goalposts have changed where we're judging – we're not judging Matt Nagy on – the things that he was brought in here to do. We're judging him on all of the other stuff. Well, you know, he's a good coach, and the team never quits on him. Those are all accurate. I think that he's done a good job as head coach. I don't think that he's he's done the thing that people that brought him in asked to do. The Tr- Trubisky thing is easily a failure, 
And that might be more on Mitch than it is on Nagy. But are you sure? Are you sure about that? I mean, I'm pretty sure. But when you see that Nick Foles makes some of the same plays that you saw Mitchell Trubisky make, you have to question it. In today's game, when you're looking at at Foles, you're going, he was okay, I guess. And he wasn't even really that. Let me give you the numbers on Nick Foles today. 23 of 39, 198 yards. He threw the ball almost 40 times. The number that you want per attempt is eight yards. That's nowhere near eight yards. Not good. One touchdown, one interception, passer rating of 70.2. I will say that there were a couple of plays that I thought were really good from him. There was a play where he gets pushed out to the right and Komet is covered. But Foles strings out the play long enough to get Komet open. And they pick up a, a nice chunk of yardage. Speaking of Cole Komet, congratulations to him. He ends up with his first touchdown of the season, which is great to see because he's kind of been a forgotten man. But again, wasn't that a third down play? When your your defense sets you up perfectly. Now, they got it right. They got the touchdown. But they had to go a long way to get some of that stuff done. And let's also talk about the fact that this team somehow had a timeout and got a delay after a timeout. And then on defense, this was the funnier thing to me. Them falling for the banana in the tailpipe. We're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe. You think I could use that without getting without the express written consent of Beverly Hills Cop? Let me see. I'm, I'm going to put it in, and then hopefully it won't get flagged. We're not going to fall for a banana in the tailpipe. You're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> it should be more natural, brother. It should flow out like this. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. See, that's more natural for us. You've been hanging out with this dude too long. It was clear that Teddy Bridgewater was just doing that thing where I'm going to act all crazy at the line of scrimmage and guys are going to go in motion and then I'm going to hard count you. And when I hard count you, you're going to jump offside. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Guys, and everyone knew what was getting ready to happen before the timeout, and then after the timeout, the, the Bears fall for the banana and the tailpipe. Those are things that are really frustrating. And Matt Nagy kept he kept talking about all this week. Now I know I was on vacation, but I was still paying a little bit of attention about got to get the details right, got to get the details right. And yet those are the things that in year three, if we are going to judge Matt Nagy, the head coach, then let's make sure that we give a clear picture that in year three, we've already had him talk about how last year 
they thought things were going to be easy because of what had happened in 2018 and guys let off the gas. That this year, he's already had to yell at everybody for them not sticking to details. And that goes with him not being able to do the things that he was supposed to come in here and do, which is make Mitchell Trubisky a franchise quarterback and fix the offense. So let's tell the whole picture. If you follow the money, the money has been on the defense's side. And the defense is making plays. Man, the defense was so good today. Watching those guys get after Teddy Bridgewater. Sneaky fast, Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater had eight carries for 48 yards today. He's been running a little bit more than he usually does. I like throwing that, that around saying sneaky athletic. Because it's not something that you usually associate with black quarterbacks. That's why it's funny. Get it? Usually you have that for your Taysom Hills, who's not sneaky athletic at all. He's athletic athletic. Teddy's not. Teddy wasn't even before he got injured. He was, he was always sneaky athletic. Anyway, he ran the ball. He wasn't very good today either. He had that one great throw down the sideline and then he had the I thought the throw on the the PI call was actually a pretty good throw too the officials had a rough day and I know that people oh I can't Jalen definitely locked that receiver's arm in fact his coach showed him what he did when he came to the sideline go back and look his coach like this is what you did you you arm barred you locked him up they're gonna call that if they see it clearly I'm not it's a weird thing because I think that it was a great defensive play and also a penalty. And that that's a hard fence to sit on if you're me. Any hoozle, Allen Robinson today, five catches on nine targets for 53 yards. They spread the ball around, but at, in the end, it was still only 198 yards. And let's talk about the run game, shall we? David Montgomery breaks a lot of tackles. It's not easy to get him down one-on-one. But uh, uh, 19 carries for 58 yards. Their offensive line, and I thought Rashad Coward had a really rough day today. Now that he's in there, I don't know if that means we're going to see more Alex Bars or what. But their run blocking has not been good, and... I know that it's a combination of personnel and I know that it's a combination of that plus play calling. And most people don't want to focus in on the personnel because then that goes straight up to the general manager continuing to do some of this experimental stuff. And some of the guys they have are not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't classify them is bad like I don't think that Charles Leno is bad Bobby Massey is bad I just don't think that they're good I guess that probably makes them bad eh, you know you know what I mean I don't think that I think that they gave extensions to players who were just okay and because of that it's hamstrung them to get players who might be better It's a lot to to think of. I know that this sounds like a Debbie Downer episode of the podcast after the Bears won. I'm just trying to reflect some of the things that I saw in talking with you. You should by all means celebrate this. 
This team's five and one, man. They're they're four wins away from being a playoff team, I think. Can they get to it? I'm not sure. And then once they get into to the playoffs, whatever version of playoffs we are going to see in the NFL this year, how confident do you feel that they can win? I don't know if I feel very confident about it. Let's look on the defensive side because we really, we honestly should be talking more about the defense. How about it? Two linebackers had the most tackles today. Roquan Smith was everywhere. I'm so excited to watch this again because I want to just focus on 58 and 59. Roquan Smith had 12 tackles in this game. Danny Trevathan had 10. Tashawn Gibson has been good. I thought that he would just be okay. He's been good. He gets a, a, a friendly deflection, turns it into an interception. I even thought Buster Screen played well, and I know that people are going to get mad. Like He, he, he ended up getting uh, beat on a really well-thrown ball by Teddy Bridgewater. But they, they did their job. Then you start looking at the, the sacks. It's weird because James Vauders and, and Barkevius Mingo are kind of doing what you hoped Robert Quinn would do. And let me give some credit again to Chuck Pagano, who I thought last week had a really good game. I think he had another good game in the way that he called the defense. He, the way that he, he blitzed what he chose to blitz how he brought pressure I thought was really good another sack for Khalil Mack man that guy is so fun to watch and Blau Nichols has done a a great job today he also had uh, a sack for the Bears so we're all stuck here man we're all stuck here going are 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 these guys good or not but when you're five and one you get to buy yourself some time like that that's a big deal that you buy yourself enough time that you can straighten some of this stuff out at least you hope that you can straighten some of this stuff out now you heard me earlier talking about the schedule and what's going on with the schedule and how how tough things could be for the bears at the end of this whole thing that's why you got to you got to stack these wins as much as you can because the schedule is not kind. I'll give it to you in a second. Just want to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you by the fine folks. Mazda of Orland Park, zoomzoomnation.com. And by David Hochberg. You should hit up David Hochberg and you should help him help you get a home. This is key. Call them at 855-56-DAVID or go to the website 56david.com. Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 1124061. This is what the bear schedule looks like from here on out. We won't go too far down the list, but they get the Rams next week on Monday Night Football. Then they have a late game against the Saints. I don't know what to make of the Saints either, to tell you the truth. Then they get the Titans. That's not fun. 
They do get the Vikings, and the Vikings suck out loud. They're terrible. They gave Kirk Cousins $84 million guaranteed. But then after that, you get the Packers. And then things lighten up because it's Lions, Texans, Vikings, Jaguars, and then you end the season with the Packers. But that four-game stretch in there is, is not fun. And it could expose some flaws that this team has. But as I said at the beginning of the pod, winning buys you time. So your Bears have time. They've got time. So that's it, man. It was good to hang out with you on the podcast. I'm excited to get back to work. I had some stuff going on, so I needed to take a little time off. And now... I get to do the show, and I'm really excited about the show over the next few weeks because the Bears are a winning team, and they're good? Question mark? I don't know. But I do thank you for your patronage. Thanks so much for your support of House of L. It really means a lot. We've had two incredible months. I'm excited. We're going to hit like a million downloads faster than I thought, which is really, really great. I appreciate your support. I will talk to you next time. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.